welcome everybody on this episode of Tap Out Talk. I'm going to give you the news, the rumors, and we're going to go over bloodlines, the new bloodlines of the WWE. Let's talk about it. Welcome again to WWE AEW Impact Wrestling. All the news you can use here on Tap Out Talk. I want to get right into our first story, which is the head-to-head ratings. As you guys know, last Friday night, we had WWE SmackDown, the premiere show for the WWE brand, versus the uh, B-show for AEW Rampage, which is a brand new show that is still in its first season. Uh, We had these battles go head-to-head as we reported last week on SmackDown versus AEW on Tap Out Talk, and the ratings are in. And then we're going to have a little drum roll moment, please, and here we go. While the supersized SmackDown did defeat Rampage in the overall viewership, the two shows were tied by .024 in the most coveted 18- to 49-year-old demographic. Basically, in the overall, the blue brand averaged 866,000 viewers, while AEW's secondary show brought in 578,000 watchers. Plus, Rampage defeated SmackDown in the 30-minute head-to-head with 328,000 to 285,000 in the demos. So, what does this mean? Um, it Basically, when I look at these numbers, a lot of these numbers are pretty usual to what the shows have been running. Um, I do look at this and I say that SmackDown, you know, would have had more of an edge on us, even though they were on the FS1 network instead of normally Fox, you know, and that could have hurt their viewership. They had a loaded show going into a go-home SmackDown show for Crown Jewel coming up. But what I look at is SmackDown definitely was the stronger show, and they had a lot more on the line to try to build up. AEW did have to put their show together a little bit last minute, and they kind of created this last-minute competition. So the good news is, is for the fans and for you and I, guys, because what that means is we might not have the Monday Night Wars, but we're starting to get the Friday Night Fights, and that's never a bad thing. That's a good thing. And in that note, AEW Rampage actually did pull out a major debut again um, on AEW Rampage Friday Night. A former UFC heavyweight champion is now All Elite. That's right. So the inner circle ended up in a trios tag match. So it was Jericho, Sammy Guevara, and Jake Hager versus Scorpio Sky, Ethan Page, and former UFC champion Junior Dos Santos. Um, Managed, of course, by Dan Lambert, and they had a trios tag match. And what that does mean is that Junior Dos Santos excuse me, Santos, <laughs> is the UFC former champion, is all elite. Um, I love this move by AEW. I love the idea that they're getting talent like this. And I like that they put him with the American top team. I think that's just a nice add-in to show that they really are surrounded by true athletes of the business. And so uh, Dos Santos, you know, he did have a little short stint with the WWE. Um, it did not accumulate to much. But at the end of the day, he is now AEW All Elite. But my opinions weren't the only thing that happened with uh, Junior Dos Santos and AEW. 
Roman Reigns, WWE Universal Champion, actually had something to say. He claimed he doesn't see the AEW as competition for the WWE. To quote Reigns, he said, I don't see real competition because I think their fan base is legitimately a hardcore fan base. So there's like a ceiling and a built-in ground to that viewership, you know, and he said the WWE is trying to connect with everyone and we're trying to connect with the mainstream. Reigns' comments wound up getting a bit of a reaction from Junior Dos Santos just a day after making his pro wrestling debut on Rampage. We'll get to that here in a minute, but I want to continue with a little bit of what Reigns was saying. Reigns did explain elsewhere in the interview why he doesn't think AEW roster is even on his level. He, quote, again, I don't think anybody really believes someone 200 pounds soaking wet with no explosive bone in their body could really do anything to me. I'm a six foot three, 265 pounds, a legitimate athlete who can throw some weight around and has been on a gridiron at the highest level. I'm a D1 in all ACC, and I probably would have mainstreamed in the NFL if my health issues didn't happen when I was a 22-year-old. So, I mean, when it comes down to it, I'll throw him and pretty much the rest of that roster out of the club, no problem. They're just little brothers, you know? Pretty big words from Roman Reigns. Um... You know, I get that he's doing the WWE thing. He's trying to throw his weight around and trying to show that he is the dominant head of the table in the face of the WWE brand. Um, I got news for Roman. Um, When I look at this, you know, and you talk about mainstream sports outside of sports entertainment or wrestling, Junior Dos Santos is a former UFC best in the world heavyweight champion. Roman Reigns even mentioned in his promo in his interview that he did not hack it at a professional level due to health issues. So that right there, you know, Roman kind of undercut himself a little bit just to begin with. But I didn't need to respond on this because Junior Dos Santos had this covered. On his Twitter, he fired right back at Roman and said, Hey, at Roman Reigns, I I heard your interview. Please send me the address of the club you'll throw me and my little brothers out of. Hashtag AEW. So JDS knows how to back up himself. He knows he would be able to take Roman in a straight-up battle and brawl. Um, I love the fact that he stuck up for his new team and his new brand. So um, this is definitely just part of that Friday night fights and the wars that we're going to talk about. And we're going to see more of this as we go on through the whole season of the whole year. I could just see it coming. Our next story is a Hall of Fame return. Former um, WWE talent and WCW talent and current WWE Hall of Famer, Alunda Blaze, a.k.a. Medusa, um, the class of 2015 Hall of Fame, has had uh, news of her potential comeback spread like wildfire immediately and got the WWE Universe to talk on social media. The fans are now excited to possibly think about who Medusa's final opponent could be. And she quotes, well, look here, somebody finally gets it. I might give Natalia a call or Serena Deeb and train for a couple of months. Um, let's see. Who could I have my final retirement match with? Tweeted Medusa. Medusa also caught the attention of WWE superstar Natalia, who replied to the legend with a tweet of her own. Uh, the WWE replied to the former women's champion by claiming that she would wrestle her any day of the week. Here's uh, what Natalia exactly tweeted out. She said, I would wrestle you any day of the week, Medusa. And then also several top names, including Asuka, Britt Baker, Bailey. Allison Kay have emerged into the spotlight as courtesy of fans who Medusa could also share the ring with. Uh, interesting note. I don't know if you guys have any interest in seeing Medusa 
wrestle one more match. This might be uh, something to highlight at a possible future uh, WWE Evolution pay-per-view. I would like the idea of Natalia versus Medusa. I think the other talents are a little bit younger, a little bit greener, but I think Natalia would be able to handle a veteran well. And Natalia is becoming kind of a veteran herself. So I think that would be a nice little nod to put on a good match and um, just kind of send Medusa off on a final farewell if she deems to do so. Um, I wouldn't hate the fact of this match, but it definitely is not anything I'd be clamoring for as well. But never say never, because anything can happen in the WWE. And speaking of anything, we're going to get into our tournament bracket updates. As I told you guys last week, the King of the Ring tournament and the Queen's Crown tournament is currently still ongoing. And it is the Crown Jewels that will set up this Thursday at WWE Crown Jewel. In our King of the Ring men's bracket, uh, my original prediction was Finn Balor would end up taking on Jinder Mahal in the finals. And in that case, what actually did happen is we got Finn Balor versus Xavier Woods. So I was a little off in that prediction, but my original prediction of Finn Balor winning the whole thing still remains. And I do believe now it is a very still easy path for the former Prince Devitt in the independent circuit to now become a king and be King Balor of the WWE. I think this is too important. I think this is a chance for Finn to step away from his demon character for a little bit more until it's necessary to bring that out again. And he can develop himself, Finn Balor, the person, as King Balor, just to go a little further with that character. And then later on, bring out that Demon King persona. So I am definitely going to stick with Finn Balor to be your newly crowned king at Crown Jewel. And then we have a tournament bracket update for the Queen's Crown Tournament. We now, my original pick was Zelina Vega versus Shayna Baszler. And in my choice on that... I felt like that was going to, I had a hard time picking between those two, and I did ultimately choose Shayna to win, hoping that would set up a feud with Charlotte Flair. That did not come to fruition. So, what we do, did get is Dodrop versus Zelina Vega, which will conclude this Thursday for the Queen's Crown Tournament at Crown Jewel, Thursday, October 21st. Dodrop, the former Piper Niven, will take on Zelina Vega. I did have a hard time choosing in my prediction between Vega and Baszler. Now that Baszler is out of that picture, definitely easily hands down, this could go to Zelina Vega. I see Vega becoming the new queen of the WWE and playing this whole part up even well to bring her character and a little bit of a reward to her for coming back to the WWE after so much controversy, as we talked about previously. Rhea Ripley is having a nightmare. The current WWE tour this weekend has been a complete nightmare for Rhea Ripley. A WWE live tour in New Mexico this weekend has spelled disaster for one half of the WWE Women's Tag Team Champions as Rhea Ripley lost her bag that contained all of her wrestling gear and more importantly, her WWE Women's Tag Team Championship. Rhea Ripley took to social media this afternoon and to ask the WWE Universe for her assistance and help in finding her lost bag. Um, she actually, you know, tweeted out and said that, um, I know this is a stretch, but if any of you have seen a black travel suitcase around the office boulevard in Montana Road, please hold on to it and let me know. It has all my ring gear, including my title. Cheers, Reed Ripley said in this tweet. She also goes on to ask for any references um, and leads to help maybe track down anybody that would be selling these items online. 
I feel terrible for Rhea. I feel, um, you know, it sucks that she is kind of put in this position where she is losing WWE's property with the title. But not only that, you know, that can be impactful to her job, but also her ring gear. That's her own personal stuff, too. So hopefully she is able to get this stuff back. But um, ultimately, what I look at is um, this won't hurt her too bad. The WWE is very high on Rhea Ripley. She has immensely revitalized her career as the nightmare and she has been too invested in by the company with uh, wrestlemania spots with charlotte flair before she was even on the main roster and they really ultimately did i believe let go of ruby soho who on went on to you know aew i feel like rhea ripley was the right choice in keeping for the wwe and she's got so much momentum and so much of a fan base and the look of that you know nightmare look that they she has so um, hopefully, you know, this nightmare will end and then turn into a happy ending for Rhea Ripley. Up next, we've got Jeff Hardy's heel turn. That's right, Jeff Hardy's heel turn. The question came up, what kind of dark plans does Jeff Hardy have for his own character as he moves to SmackDown? Jeff Hardy on his, was a most recent guest on Out of Character with Ryan Satin to discuss his legendary WWE career. During the interview, Hardy teased that a darker side of him is waiting to be unleashed in the near future. To quote Hardy, I think there's something I have to figure out as well and is kind of needed because I don't know how much longer I'm going to be in wrestling, Hardy revealed. Almost like a darker side of me, Jeff Hardy. I think there needs to come, it needs to come out. I haven't figured it out yet, but I've had these crazy ideas and I wrote down a few of them. It's time to focus more on the character stuff instead of the high-flying moves and the TLC matches and all of that stuff. I think there's something that's waiting to be unleashed within me. End quote by Jeff Hardy. Um, I agree with Jeff Hardy 100%. His career since re-signing with the WWE has taken kind of a weird toll. Now, I do still believe it was an okay choice for him to stay because I feel that it was one refreshing for him to get away from his brother Matt two I feel like the WWE's stricter schedule has kept Jeff out of some his personal mental health issues and allowed him to be more focused staying away from some of the drugs and things like that um the one thing I do see is I agree with Jeff and I think he's thinking about wrestling smarter that he should work on the character stuff to help extend his life. He has done some of the most amazing bumps in the history of this business and a Jeff Hardy match is always high flying and intense, but we could see a little bit of something new. Um, This might elude that Jeff Hardy could be bringing back some version of his Willow character from impact wrestling in his days there. Only time will tell, but we do know Hardy will be moving over to the WWE SmackDown brand. And if the Friday night fight is going to continue, they might have to up the ante for something to see if Hardy can also hold a more of a towards main event spot. So to be continued and we'll see what comes. And in the main event spot of SmackDown, we bring our feature story of the day. Bloodline's new member. Joseph, uh, a couple things I want to go over here. So as you know, the Bloodline, family storyline currently, Universal Champion Roman Reigns, head of the table to Jimmy and Jay Uso, the Usos, the tag team champions. And this is the head managed by the advocate, Paul Heyman. 
So what we have here is a possible rumor of a new family member to join the bloodline. Couple suggestions that fans have had. One of them is Naomi, who is all already married into the Usos family. And Naomi could very well be adding that female presence and switching up her character maybe to join this Samoan dynasty as we talked about here in the past on the channel of Tap Out Talk. There's also news and rumors of another possible person in addition to Naomi joining the Bloodline group. And that is none other than Joseph Fatu, a professional wrestler. He is the youngest son of Rikishi and the little brother of the Usos. So the one thing is he's actually currently signed on to NXT and he's been working down in the property in the developmental center of the WWE. So could Joseph Uso make his debut with his brothers, the Usos, and just join the family business? It would be interesting to see. Um, I think that would be a great way to debut a new young wrestler and let him be kind of a stable and just another body presence. Um, I do want to remind you guys, we've talked about this new Bloodline storyline before on Tap Out Talk. It was back in News and Rumors Episode 1, the Samoan Dynasty. And this is where I've talked about, and let's do a spot check on this. We actually talked about this, and I said that I predicted that this Roman Empire will start growing into something bigger than just he and Paul Heyman. And in my predictions, I said there will be a Samoan Dynasty type family ties to this stable. Now, we do know that their name is the Bloodline, right? And what we have currently is Jimmy and Jay Uso, who are already part of the stable, recognizing Roman as the head of the table. Up next, we could see Naomi very soon, or even a Joseph Fatu. Um, there is also an option of adding more females to this. Um, Nia Jax would be one option, or Tamina Snuka could be another option. We talked about some issues with that. I could try to link that story, you know, that video up for you guys in case you need to go back and listen to that initial one. Um, also, I think all roads are rocky. I think all roads will lead to The Rock eventually in a showdown at WrestleMania versus Roman. I think it will be Rock versus Roman. I think The Rock could show up. Now, we have heard rumors that The Rock will not be at Survivor Series this year due to scheduling and movies, and that's fine. But I do think the WWE, it would not be opposed for him to showing up at some point, recognizing and supporting Roman, and then eventually maybe flipping on him, and Roman thinks that he has to put The Rock in check. And so I could see... A lot of this kind of working, but I could see The Rock eventually kind of first being on the side of Roman. And maybe he comes in and maybe he goes out and maybe he supports him from a Hollywood standpoint. So there's a lot we could do with this story. In that same video, I did talk about how Roman versus Brock Lesnar should be one of the next matches that leads into this whole Samoan Dynasty storyline that I laid out. And we are heading that way to Crown Jewel this Thursday on WWE Peacock. So and what's going to happen is we're going to have Brock versus Roman and Paul Heyman is right in the middle, just as I predicted. And we don't know what side Paul Heyman is on. Paul Heyman could flip on Roman this week on crown jewel and betray him and align himself with Brock Lesnar. He did something very similar in his past behavior with CM Punk. CM Punk actually was also being managed by Paul Heyman and Heyman always showed his loyalties to Brock. So I see that and I think, well, maybe Roman does get betrayed 
but his Samoan dynasty is still there, and that's when The Rock comes back to help. And maybe Vince McMahon has always wanted to see The Rock versus Brock, and that might be a Royal Rumble match this year. We're not quite sure, or it could be WrestleMania. So that's everything that I wanted to really cover on the story, and I want to give you guys a reminder of this. But let me know what you guys think. I'm very excited in a weird way for Crown Jewel. I know it's not everybody's favorite pay-per-view, but I do want to see the next chapter in this. And I do love this new Bloodline storyline. And I love to see where it's going and where we're going to head as we get into WrestleMania season. Guys, I want to say thank you for joining as always. Remember, like, share, subscribe. Let's get onto this Brandon channel. And that's not goodbye. It's game over. Can't stay